DJ Renesi Show, back again, episode seven. I got a very, very favorite up and coming DJ and producer for you guys. You know what I'm saying? I don't even want to say to underground, but he bringing that underground vibe and it's getting crazy, man. Days God, what's up, bro? What's good, bro? <sighs> man, we, we got you here. I'm happy you giving me this opportunity. You feel me? So we could talk about things and stuff like that, but... You know what I'm saying? How's everything, Brad? We both have been very, very busy. I'm not going to lie. I've been seeing you do your thing. We've been having the same shows together. I love the fact that we're able to like do that too. I've been taking a lot of notice on like, shout out the promoters, bro. They yeah. really putting fire shows together where they're putting like the rave aesthetic. Then you got the like the hip hop aesthetic, the underground shit, and then also with like the rappers that we fuck with too. And it's crazy because yo, you blew my mind the other day. I didn't know you had a song with Xavier on the Jersey Club beat, bro. Yeah, bro. I had that shit like uh like a year or so, like over a year ago. Damn. Yeah, we was in a session with uh crew and Eli. And Glumboy, and we were just making shit viral. So, like, producing was was first, or like, cause like I see you got the DJ sets as well too, and I noticed too, like it's a lot of my producer friends getting a lot of DJ sets, and I like that because like it, it reflects. I feel like you know what I'm saying. Yeah. As a producer, you guys make a lot of music and sound, so I understand like you know y'all getting the DJ sets is fire too. But like, what was what was it first for you, producing or DJing? Producing was like so much first. Because, like, I was doing that shit when I was, like, I started when I was, like, 10. And I started on, like, a little Android tablet, like, a little shitty one. Okay. And, like, I was just Not making, the like, PS Vita? Nah. Uh. That, that came, like, very later. But, yeah, now I was just making shit on my little my little dumbass Android tablet. Samsung Galaxy Tab 3. Wow. And I had this little app called Magic's Music Maker Jam. And I was fucking around with that shit. So you're doing this on a tablet? Went from, like, 10 to 12, I was doing that on a tablet. But then I turned 13, got my first, like, personal computer. It was, like, a shitty Windows XP computer. And, like, I just downloaded FL Studio, and I started fucking around with that. Okay. Yeah, that's when it gets real crazy. Yeah. I know this, too. I always say this. Anybody that knows how to use FL, y'all are wizards, bruh. Like, my boy 1600J. It's a couple other people that I know that, like, they record on there, too. And, like, just with the sounds and, like, the... What what is it called? Like the inputs and stuff like that, like the add-ons and shit. They don't know how to finesse it, and it sounds crazy, bro. Yeah. But I noticed that y'all, the ones that use FL, y'all wizards. Xavier too. Xavier's one of them. Yeah, he make beats on it, record on it, uh, whatever it is, uh, edit edit himself. You know what I'm saying? Engineering and everything, all on FL. So to see that, I'm just like, damn, because. FL is not too complicated, but you know, the way when it comes to like recording, like on Logic or like Pro Tools, is very, very different, bro. Yeah. But that's fire though. I noticed that, you know, that's why I had asked from, you know, what was first you producing or DJing, cause like you tapped in, bro. Like you know all the homies I know, like even when it comes to like underground or like, you know, a little bit industry and stuff like that. But I seen that you just been around for so long. And it's crazy that I'm just finding out about finding out about you not like I don't want to say now, but like I want to say like a year. But that's why I've always told you it was like kind of like a mystery because I didn't, I didn't like I I didn't see you, like I didn't see your face, but I guess it was because you would have a face mask and then the dual rag. And then I was just like, I can't see this person. I got to know who he is. I got to know what's up, bro. What's the whole look? Like the dual rag, like you just always wore dual rags like that? Yeah. So like back in high school, like 
I got like bullied a little bit for having like a big ass forehead. Fuck up. <laughs> and like I had like I had a big ass forehead and I was trying to grow my hair out. Okay. Like I want to get dressed. This shit was not working out. Niggas just told me cut that shit, get waves. So like, okay, I'm gonna get waves. So cut so my So your shit. waves is on spin right now, son, because you stay with the do-rag on, dude. Yeah. All right, all right. That's 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 doable. I can accept that. That's cool. That's understanding. Yeah. So like, I chopped my shit, started brushing my shit. Od got the little dumbass anti brush from the B supply. Started brushing that shit crazy. Got one eighty waves. Started wearing my drag wherever the fuck. And like, I really just like it's kind of like growing on me. Like I used to like wear I shit, like, shit, it, shit like tied up, but now I just like wear that shit loose. Cause like when I did my first like DJ show ever. A homie gave me a cap. Like, my friend gave me a cap for the first time. And, like, I was like, damn. All right, so what if I untie this shit and I put a cap over it? It's like, wow, that's just fire. Wow. So that's just how that came about. Somebody just handed you the cap and said, fuck it, I'm going to throw it on. And that that was just the look. And it's crazy, bro, because everybody knows you for that shit. And that's what made it, like, for me, like I said again, it made it like a mystery, bro. I'm looking at you. You got the do-rag on with the hat and the face mask. I'm like, and this dude going crazy on the boards? I'm like, nah, who the fuck is him? I need I need to know who the fuck he is, bro. Yeah. And like, you know, it's crazy because your DJ says be crazy too. And like, this is one thing I definitely wanted to speak about, bro. Like, what could you say the type of, I don't even want to say like genre, but like, bro, like... I don't even want to call it Jersey Club, bro. Like, it's crazy the way I see your sets. And it's just, like, the ambience and, like, the the tone, like, the... I don't know, bro, but it's just, like, it feels like it's Jersey Club, but, like, it's, like, club at the same time. And then you got, the like, the drum and the bass. Like, it's just too far, bro. Like, I need to know, like, what... Do you have a word for it or, like... Days core? Days core, bro. And it's really, I'd really just call that shit just because it's shit that I'm into, right? <sighs> like, I call it anything that I'm really fucking into, like Days core. Like, Power Team Epic, Days core. Painting and Stocking, Days core. Fucking Jet Set Radio, Days core. Like, yeah, I've seen, I seen Jet Set Radio. I've seen that. I fuck like, with that. Usually, the Jet Set, uh, I got a question. My fault to cut you off, but the Jet Set Radio, I seen, that's definitely inspiration off of. Because your aesthetic that you carry, like I've seen off the mixtape covers and the little promotional videos, it's off that video game, right or yeah. wrong? Yeah. You What's know, the you video know. game called, bro? Jesse Radio. Jesse Radio. All right. And then the sequel, Jesse Radio Future. On I Xbox. had to ask, just because I seen the aesthetic, I never found out what the game was, but I knew just seeing all like on the promotional stuff that you'll put out with the little like skits and the videos with the songs. Bro, that shit is so fire. It just matches. It gives me like a very, very retro vibe. Like, I kind of feel like it's like I'm back in like the Matrix movie days type yeah, shit. Like you feel me? Type shit, yeah. yeah, like 2000s type shit. That's why I don't even want to call it vintage because a lot of people like, I feel like they don't they don't have that separation. Like retro is 2000s baby type of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's still like early on, but like that culture is big too. And I feel like that reflects. That's why it's so fire. Ooh. Saying what I'm saying, look at how we ended up doing a show with T's Korean. Yeah. Like this And that show was aesthetically like like 2008 type shit, like MySpace era type shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, bro. And it's fire that it's like 
it's it's not even like it's intentional, bro, but it goes to show like the people that have the same interest, and I speak on this a lot, people that have the same interest or like the same inspiration and shit like that, they always just bound to come around together, however it is, bro, because I've also was big on like, you know, 2000 baby shit. I just have my own aesthetic and my own swag to it, my own knowledge, just like you do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I really fuck with what you putting on, bro. How you, how you putting it out you. with the Jet Set Radio aesthetic and everything, the day's core, bro. Like, it looks different, bro. And I love the fact that you linked Mo because Mo is on the same thing. Like, with his dogma, enigma, and, and you know, his aesthetic and his beliefs and what he carries, I feel like you have, like, your own beliefs and shit like that, too. You feel me? Where, yeah. like, that's why it's so, like, intriguing when it comes to you on, like, you being, like, you know, not too open. You know what I'm saying? Because I feel like as well, like, I'll be speaking about this a lot. You can't give all the knowledge out that you know you can't speak all the time you feel me yeah. do you do, do you do, do you feel that that that's right or absolutely empty vows just make the most noise so if you got shit to say then like you know i love that bruh and seriously like it's this one homegirl i got and she be telling me like yo why don't you speak like that like why don't you speak all the time and i'm like i'll have a time to speak and this is the time i'm gonna only speak because at the same time i need everybody to go find out day knowledge Nobody should be going off the next person's word. Because at the end of the day, everybody's going to do what they want to do. You feel me? Absolutely. So I'd rather go and find out my way and my version than, you know, finding out that person's version or that way. You know what I'm saying? And it's kind of like not to have nobody to blame. Like, you know, taking a, taking accountability on you doing your shit or you're having your faults and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I like that that you agree with this shit too because it's big, bro. And I've... I've I've taken that to notice, like, yeah, I have all this knowledge and shit, but I don't also, like, I don't feel selfish about it, but I don't also feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like, to each his own, bro. Everybody has to go build their knowledge and shit like that. But as long as we have a platform like this where we could put shit out and they could learn from it, that's what matters most. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? But besides that, bro, I love everything that we got going on. I love the fact that you work with the homies and shit. What's what's next? Like what 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 besides like DJing and everything? Cause I seen you've been DJing a lot. O D. You have more shows coming up? Yeah, I got a bunch. Uh I'm doing a VR chat show on the third. Wow. Which at the time of this recording will be like the a week fuck? ago. Will be like a week in advance. And then I'm going to VR show, bro. Yeah, wait, wait. I got, I got more. I got more. What I got the some shit fuck? on the I got some shit on the tent. This is next level, bro. I'm not doing on the I'm doing something in New York on the tent. Okay, yeah, I'm doing a jungle show on the tent. Okay, and then I'm going to Chicago with my homies. Then I'm going to ATX for a hot name Miku Rave. You moving, bro? And shit. They need you overseas, bro. I already see it happening, yeah. bro. I, I want to go to Europe. They need, they, they need the day's core overseas, bro. It's it's getting too crazy, bro. I just love the fact that, like, we're, we're, we're definitely in a renaissance, bro. We're definitely, like, getting back to the days where people are starting to dance more and shit like that. And whenever I see your sets, bro, the whole room is literally dancing, bro. And yeah. I didn't, like, I ain't going to lie. I thought, like, Shout out to East Korean, but the day of that show, bro, like they turned up to anything. Yeah. Like they were literally just ready to go. Like, and when you came on, they were just like, yeah, like everything. As long as it had that bounce, they were just going dumb. And at the same time, I see your energy too up there. I'm like, yep, 
That's the DJ. That's the DJ and I'm grabbing the mic and everything. You know what I'm saying? Because everything plays a big part too. I'll be talking about that too. When it comes to DJs, bro, like, I don't want to say you got to have a lot of MC control, but like, bro, feed the energy, bro. You know what I'm saying? Read yeah. the room. That's important. Absolutely. That's kind of like why, like, you know, I never really like vibe with like pre-recorded sets and shit like that. Hell no. But like, I'm not going to like knock nobody for doing that shit because they got their own reasons. But it's like, you know, I, like you definitely got to like be in the moment when you're DJing. You can't just like, you know, play an MP3 file and like just rock out. Facts. You got to like actually like, you know, know what the crowd is going to fuck with. Hell yeah. I definitely agree because that's the only way you're reading the room is the energy, feeling it and looking at it. You know what I'm saying? At the same time too, it's crazy that you say that because I did a recorded live set, bro. And I didn't fuck with it, bro. It's, I, it's crazy that you just brought that up. Shout out my boy that gave me the opportunity. It was on NTS Radio. Mm. And, you know, it was a pre-recorded set. I still did good on it, but I didn't feel like it was right because it was pre-recorded. You feel me? I was more in like, I have to do this in a moment or however I'm feeling. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. even if I'm just in a room, it's not even a party. And I'm just, oh, I'm about to go live and I'm about to, you know what I'm saying? Pre-recorded set or whatever. Like, I didn't feel like it was right, bro. And then I also did one on a Discord. Shout out my boy, Nick. I did some shit for uh, GBC, Golf Boy Click. And that shit went stupid. That mix, I definitely prepared. Like, I pre-recorded it, but I went stupid on that shit. My first, like, actual, like, DJ set was pre-recorded, but it was on, it was a Discord set, too. Wow. That shit was lit as fuck. Damn. And it was fire, bro. Like, I'm not going to lie. I did not expect the way that uh that Discord turned out. But, bro, it turned out better than I expected, bro. It was like two, 200 people in that room. And it was a bunch of different vibes. I was the only one that happened to be on some, like, underground hip-hop shit. It was literally, like, a heavy metal rock set. Then it was, like, a drum and bass ambient type of set. Then it was like a very, very like dubstep set. I was just the only one that had the underground hip hop and I was just right in the middle, Brian. When I came on, air, I seen just good feedback. Like, yo, what's this song? What's that song? What's this song? Yeah. I threw the set list up there. Like, look, whatever y'all need, go find it. Because most of the time I'm I'm like you, bro. I'm I'm putting the homie shit in there. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. just like you did at T's Korean show. You doing unreleased Mo Beretta in there, bro. Yo, y'all gotta look, y'all gotta look out for that song too. That song is crazy, bro. Yeah, no, like, What's it called? That thing is called One More One More Eye. One more eye. Bro, that's I ain't gonna lie, though. You and Mo on the link up and like all this, like the whole aesthetic and the swag shit, like one more, one more lie. One more eye. One more eye, bro. And like what he's saying in that song, like, oh man, nah, bro. I I need I need y'all to when y'all hear it and then y'all see the name, y'all gonna know why I'm so like this when it comes to that song, bro. Cause I really love that song. That shit is crazy. Yeah, I play it all the time, bro. But um, I'm I'm heavy on that. You know, I'm heavy on the having my homies like songs on there or unreleased music, you know what I'm saying? Like tonight, I got the uh the Fulcrum show and I put a bunch of unreleased shit in there. Like I yeah, that's how you supposed to do it. What? And it's just like I know the certain sets that are very appreciative. You feel me? Like this is definitely like a internet underground culture type of show where they know their knowledge and like it's a historical type of crowd. You know what I'm saying? When yeah. I say internet, they know from like probably like 2015 up until coming now. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. like I'll probably be in there dropping some doo-wop or like some some little B, you feel me? Yeah, yeah. Coming to like Chief Keith and shit. 
You know what I'm saying? And Glock 40 Spaz and shit like that. You fuck with, you, you, know, you know Glock 40 Spaz? Yeah, he fire. Bro, tell me how last night I'm with, my, I'm with one of my DJ friends and she plays me a fucking Glock 40 drum and bass song, dude. That shit probably sounded hard, didn't it? Bro, that shit was so fucking hard. I was like, what the fuck? This is the shit I be talking about, about colliding worlds, bruh. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wanna I, I wanna ask you this. Like, when I when I say like colliding worlds, like you definitely are your own world, bruh. Cause like you know of like, you know, the rap shit. And like I'm trying to get into that pocket recently. I've been more open-minded when it comes to like music. Been listening to like a lot of house and shit, drum and bass, ambient shit, and all that. Like, I just for me, it's more on the DJ sets. It's not really like on the production side, cause like I like DJing a lot. I really, really love DJing. So I've been trying to like understand all different types of world and shit. It's crazy how you can infuse it so well, bro. Yeah. Like I really find that mind blowing. How you can, you know, what I'm saying, like. I say this as well with like Surf Gang and Gianni and them when they make their beats, like it sounds like it's like Jersey Club or it's like a drill or whatever the case is, but it's not because it's Days Core, it's Surf Gang, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's just like the reference and the inspiration that it comes from, but y'all still happen to make your own type of style, your own sauce. I like the fact that you have your own name to that shit. Days Core is fucking crazy, bro. Well, how that how that name come about? Truth be told, it's just a play on like, you know how like everybody was adding like the word core to everything. But in all honesty, Days Core is really, in terms, if we're speaking about music, it's just like the broader scape of electronic music. The core, I, I like that. But like Days Core is just like electronic music, but in a sense like the electronic music that I like to like listen to and like play out loud. Everything shit. infused is coming into what you like. Yeah, so like you gotta think like, you know, it's rap and hip hop, uh, drill, Jersey Club, Baltimore Club, Philly Club, House, Jungle, Techno, Acid, Trance, whole bunch of shit. Whole bunch of fucking shit, bro. That's so far, bro. I really fuck with it, bro. It's too much to it. And I've been trying to put myself in that pocket where, you know, I'm trying to stand, understand all worlds, bro. For real. I'm trying to understand everything. And I just want to put it all together, too. That's why, you know, it's good that, you know, we're starting to have people that are taking eye openers on it like, oh, nah, let's put this together and that together. And this lineup will be crazy because now they're starting to see it. We'll have the rave aesthetic and then, you know, the hip hop aesthetic with the underground scene. And then, okay, this can be, I don't want to say industry, but it'll be like more consuming to like the dance and like the vibey stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that I, I like that. That's well needed, bro. New York is on fire right now. Do you feel like New York is on fire right now? I feel like it is. Definitely. It's too crazy, bro. It's been a lot of parties, a lot of good ones. Yeah. A lot, a lot, lot of good like, ones. Like, I've been peeping, like, a lot of, like, renegade, like, underground shit. In terms of, like, dance music, it's been, like, really popping off lately. They're, they're, they're starting to take, you know, eye-opener to it. And I also feel like we're, like, a very, like, rebel area. I mean, rebel era. Like, it's like everybody's doing whatever the fuck they want to do, bro. Yeah. Do you feel like that? I agree. Like, um, I was talking to one of my friends, right? And it's good that we came to this. She brought up this thing where it's like duality, and I'm having, I'm not having a hard time understanding it, but I'm having a hard time accepting it because I said, 
how how can I believe in that if I've always did whatever the fuck I wanted to do to get here? It was never an option for me. I made an option. I kicked the door. I walked through this door. Likewise. You know what I'm saying? So it's hard for me to believe in the duality, but at the same time, I do believe in the yin and yang when it comes to balance. Because you can't just go out there and do anything and everything you want to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because if that was the case, the world would be fucked. Yeah. And it should be GTA for real. Shout out Trump. You know what I'm saying? Because he had it like that at one point. I feel like that's where it came from. But it got even worse now that we got this fucking NPC ass asshole. I don't even want to say his name, but yeah, bro. So I feel like, you know what I'm saying? Like right now, we're definitely in an era where it's just like anybody's doing whatever the fuck they want to do, bro. Morality's like out the window and shit. There's certain people though that you know know and like you know they're they're it's just the way they've they've grown. Like I remember speaking to Duop, and I think Duop's like 21. I remember him and Xavier having a conversation, and you know they're just about the same age, not too far out. And Duop's dead ass telling him like, "Look, bro, like we're dead the same age." And yeah, we've probably been raised around the same shit and, you know, the same understanding and all that. But I was still like, you know, raised differently. I was raised old school. I was raised old fashioned, you know, like my parents raised me with certain moralities and like understandings, you feel me, where I can't accept certain things. And it was just so crazy to me to see that happening in front of me because it's literally two people from the same age bracket. But one has a different understanding than the other. So that's why I'm like, okay, that's where duality could probably come in. You know, there's definitely two different people in this world, but there's more than two different people in this world. So that's why it's fuck duality. It's a lot of different people in this fucking world, bruh. You know what I'm saying? But to see that two people from the same age bracket have a different belief than the other is just like, whoa, okay. There's certain people that just, you know, have their beliefs and their knowledge and, you know, their understandings and accept the things that they want to accept. I feel like acceptance is very, very, very big with a lot of people that they have to do. Do you, do you, do you feel like a lot of things require acceptance? I definitely do. Yeah. Because, like, that's the only way you're going to come to understandings. You feel me? Yeah. So it's just, I don't know, bro. I just like to see it how everything is is kind of on some fuck you, we doing whatever the fuck we want to do, but I feel like that's the best way to put it, bro. Like, we got to do whatever the fuck we got to do to get to where we got to get to, right or wrong. Yeah. It's like, kind of like, um, what they say, what they say, um, I'm going to be the one to break the family curse or whatever type shit, or I'm going to be the one to break the chain, like, oh, I'm the chosen one and shit like that. We we just move like we we just know. It's not even to be spoken on. You know, I kind of don't like the label shit neither. I don't try to label a lot of things. Like, that's just the way I move with life is I don't like to put a label on something because I feel like, ooh, this is fire. This is fire. All right. So I was talking to my guy, Braz, here. And um, you're like a walking brand. You see how the Days Court came about with Days God and everything is just the Days reference and everything. Yeah. Literally, people are not realizing that that that's what's literally not not what it's turning into, but what you can turn it into. At one point, I was looking at it like where I'm just DJ Renaissance. I just DJ. 
But then it started turning into, okay, I'm not labeling anything. And now I feel like I can do any and everything. I'm like a fucking superhero, bro. Yeah. You feel me? We all superheroes, bro. Yeah, Rosie Oyster and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So it's just crazy because like, it has to be like that, bro. But everybody has their own understandings, bro. Everybody has their own beliefs, whatever the case is. I just want peace when it comes to this fucking world, bro. Absolutely. Like, I've been thinking about this shit like OD, like, you know, it's getting like the... You world. don't seem like a too too negative type of person. You don't seem like you have any negativity around you. I feel like you have like, like uh, not to say like a religious belief or like a practice. Like you just have something where you just know like, okay, I'm always protected or like, you know what I'm saying? Like I know who I am. This is me. You know what I'm saying? And I don't I don't have none of this shit around me. Yeah, I mean, like, shit, I grew up like in a religious household, like, shit, and like Fire. my parents still pray to me to this day, and like some of my family. But like, Good. even outside of that, like, I just like kind of like came to understand, like, you know, everything's gonna be all right in the end, and if it's not, I'm just gonna die right now, eventually. <sighs> like, if it wasn't meant to be, like, the fact that I have air, I in my swear, lung, bro. Like, nah, nah, hit me, hit me. The fact that I got air in my lungs right now tells me that shit is good. Just it's just fine, right? Yeah. Now. Like, I'm not dead. You here another day? Like I'm doing breathing, what you want to do. I'm standing. I'm walking. I'm talking. I'm cool. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And oof, I like that, bro. Like you see how he just like I'm walking. I'm talking. I'm core. Like yes, bro. Like you see what I mean, bro. Like it's your swag, bro. It's you, and it's just it's just fire to just hear it and just to see it. Now that we here and we able to talk and shit like that, yeah. and like. Like I said, bro, I, w- I wouldn't want it no other way, bro. We got we to gotta be the ones to show the light. I'm happy we here. We got this fucking podcast going on, bro. Like, yeah. for real, for real, bro. It's the little shit, bro. And like you said, bro, you could die tomorrow. It's a lot of people I feel like that are afraid to die. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, I feel you. Like, real shit. Me and Mo was talking about this. It's a book he wants me to actually get. I forgot. It was like a Chinese author or some shit. He definitely sent it to me. I got to go get it. But hey, hey, wait, wait, wait. You know that one TikTok where niggas like standing at you and it's like, yo, he going to play it for you. You got to be ready to die. Like, that shit, and he, he's actually kind of right, bro. I never I, seen it. I think it, the first one he I said- I got to watch this shit, bro. It, it was another one he said it was like, and like it, this, always, always it always refers to like something dealing with God and like Christianity and shit like that. Yeah, but like the way he opens it is just funny as shit. It's like <laughs> he did this one. It's like y'all be ready, to kill yourself. It's like what the fuck? What the fuck? Like <gasps> no, bruh, no, bruh. Like the place of shit. Like just looked up on TikTok. But like no, if you like think about it from like wherever outside of like what he's originally intending, like. Oh, y'all be you gotta be ready to die. Y'all be like willing to die and shit. It's like you know, like shit like that. It could happen at any moment, you know. Yo, yeah, bro. You know, and you just gotta be ready to like you know detach yourself from like the thought of like you know dying. You just gotta be like living in the moment. It's best to live in the moment type shit. Seriously, that's how that's how I interpret shit. You know. Yeah, I also feel like because um you know I was also talking about this too. You know, adding on to what you just said, it's like. The living in fear and living within fear. You feel me? Yeah. The the fact that, you know, certain people understand that you can go right now or you can go in like, you know, tomorrow, whatever. Whenever time. Like, hey, let me if, tell you something, bro. Right? 
My go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I want to hear what you guys say. I used to be scared of shit about death, like when I was like young and shit. Like, Me too. Like from fucking like. Me too. At one point, bro. From like eight to like twelve, I was just scared of shit. Like I was always talking to my mom, like shit. I don't want to die, you know. And like my dad got said one time, like damn, I don't want him to die. And I started crying, like shit. Oh yeah, you start thinking. Yeah, and it's like you know. And then like I got to like around the age thirteen, and, like friends around me was dying. And it's like, huh? And it's like, damn. You starting like, to understand and beyond, it? Like you was just like, I was just starting to like mm-hmm. lose people. And you know, my mom like when like when these times when like I was like really freaked out about death, it was just like my mom just sat me down. And was like, days, listen. I'm just gonna use days, not use my real name, but like yo, days, listen. I'm gonna die. That's what she her words. Like I'm gonna die. You're gonna die. Everybody's gonna die. Just That's act heavy. right. And in terms of act right, she's talking about like, you know. Do good. Like, yeah, doing good in terms of like Christianity and shit. Yeah. But, you know, like literally just like act like right and live, you know? Live. The point of li- not even doing good, good just live. Yeah. Because um, speaking about doing good, um, I think we were talking about this too. Or I don't know, I was talking about this, some sh- uh, this topic with one of my homies, and it was like, Oh, I was talking about this with my with my boy Nino, and it was like, even you doing good, no matter what, something still has to fall. Yeah, something is still gonna go wrong. How do we? Something get, wait, is, wait, wait, wait. I'm sorry. How do we go from Jersey Club to talking about death, bro? We just talking, right? Yeah. It's a podcast. We could talk about anything, bro. I get it. You feel like, me? It just feels like a weird like. <laughs> Nah, bro. It's it's being able to just have a conversation and just speak on whatever we speaking about or whatever is just coming to our minds, bro. I feel you. You know what I'm saying? It, that, that's how great the conversation is. The fact that I'm able to talk to you about Jersey Club and shit like that. And then now we here and they're listening to what we have to say about morality, about death, about fear and living yeah. and doing good. And, you know, like you said, you move core, right? Huh? You, you're core, right? Yeah. Feel me? It all reflects on everything we're talking about now. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's funny. You definitely right that we're able to go for fucking Jersey Club and, you know, talking to fucking real life shit. But I promise you when they see this shit, they definitely going to be like, holy fuck, bro. How the fuck they were able to talk about all this fucking shit in this fucking hour on this fucking podcast. Yeah. And that's the best thing I ever wanted to give them at the same time. We're probably they're they're probably not gonna get this or hear this from somebody else or you know what I'm saying yeah so that's exactly where it goes all the way back to the beginning where it was just like what do we do we don't tend to speak a lot because we are powerful we are superheroes bruh but for real like I feel like you know you see how you understand bro I I had I recently just under I got that understanding where it was just like bro I'm gonna fucking die someday bro yeah I got shot on accident damn yes. Like, literally, bruh. And when I got shot, it was on some shit where it's funny because, bruh, like, when it happened, we all were jumped up, this, that, and the third, and nobody still was like, yo, like, no bullet, no nothing, until we really went looking for the bullet. And then as soon as I go, like, you know, touching my body parts and stuff like that, I lift up my stomach, shit just bloody everywhere. And, bruh, I wasn't even panicking like that. I was just like, I'm not dying accidental. Like, I'm not supposed to die like this. Yeah. Take me in a fucking car, bring me to the fucking hospital, you guys leave. But I'm not dying like this. 
And that's all that was stuck in my head. And that day, it was literally like, shit, if I could have went with that fucking accident, what could fucking happen next? After that, I started, you know, I had to buckle up. I had to, you know, move tack. And yeah. it was just like, even though I know no matter how much good I do, something's going to fall. I just got to remain positive and I'm going to just keep it like that. I'm going to just live life and appreciate everything that's in front of me. Little, big, nothing, whatever the case is, because it could be worse, bro. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? It always could be worse. It always could be worse, bro. You see all types of situations in this fucking world. It's fucked up everywhere, bro. But as long as hopefully one day and one time where it could come together and, you know, we, we could put positivity and put all this shit past, all this madness behind, could hug the world, and we, we good. You know what I'm saying? Because that's yeah. all I want to do is peace, positivity, and, you know, be able to get the love back, bro. I feel like love still always wins, but, you know, people use it to your advantage and shit like that. To yeah, his the own, power bro. that be, like, just does not want love to, like, you know, exist. And while I say powers that be, I'm talking about shit like government, authoritarian figures and shit like that. <sighs> yeah, we can, that's we, usually what that We could get means, deep like, into the government and all that shit, but it's already enough for that fucking shit on the internet, bro. I don't even like speaking on that type of shit. When, when people speak on that type of stuff, I'll be feeling like it's literally like, what are you trying to find? Like, the, like, people are not realizing, like, the more fucking shit you're trying to go look for and you're trying to go find is making you fucking crazier because that's all you're doing. It's fucking chasing. Stop fucking chasing and just live, bruh. Literally, bro. It's good to know. It's good to find out on your own. Yeah. But if you're on some shit where you're taking fucking psychedelics and you're watching fucking government shit... And you're sitting there trying to, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, bruh. Like, I'm more in the moment type of person. I, I've been there and I've done that. Shout out to, you know, psychedelic community and all that shit. But, bro, we're not here to find no answers. Make your own. Yeah. Respectfully. I don't know. Like, uh, yeah. Make nah. your own. Make your own. It's that easy, man. And we just here, you know, to, to make our stamp and be the living legends we are, bruh. We here today, we might be gone tomorrow, but the fact that we get to do whatever the fuck we want to do, that's all I care about, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But thank you, bro. I feel like we had a crazy ass conversation. Wait, damn, that was it? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Look at how fast and how deep we got into conversations with a bunch of topics, bro. Damn, I ain't gonna tell you about, tell you about this one video game. Go ahead. Come on. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's, let's end it off with the one video game. How about hear, that? You ever you heard about this video game called Yakuza Zero? Yakuza Zero? This shit is fire. What you the ever hear about fuck? this other game called Killer Seven? Killer Seven. That shit is fire. You ever hear about this one game called No More Heroes? Hell that nah, shit is bro. Fire. Wait, wait. Can I? Where are all these games on? You get Yakuza Zero on like every console nowadays. You get Killer Seven on PC and. Game where did Team. it come from first? These are Japanese games. Yes. I all right. Now leading to my next question, since these are Japanese games, but why do you have such a like, it's the same thing like Mo Beretta. Like, do you, like, I see you have a lot of inspirations on, you know, the Japanese games. And I noticed that they have a lot of good ways of living and shit like that. Do you, do, do, do does anything like with the video games reflect on your life or shit like that? Like, have you ever looked at it on some inspo or anything like that or no? Half and half? Sometimes. Like, Most, I mostly for your enjoyment though, but it does carry on to your aesthetic. Yeah, like, I don't really, like, want to, like, I don't really want to, like, drive everything from, like, fucking video games that I play. Or, like, the media that I consume. Like, you know, 
Most but it has it has it yeah. has it has something to do as I mean with your swag. Yeah, I mean like my swag is just like it's that shit that I enjoy and it's the shit that I live, you know? Facts. Yeah. That's I that's the way I see it too. But all those games sound crazy. They're bruh. fire as hell. They're fire as hell. Yeah, most of them are action games, but Killer Seven is a more like psychological horror influence game. Wow. But Killer Seven is like a really deep game too. But it's Fun as shit. Is it like a single? Is these are all single player games? Yeah, they're all pretty single player. Oh fire! So it's like kind of like a storyline with it and shit like that. It's yeah. not like a fighting game or anything. The action adventure games you could like fight in them. Yakuza. Okay, that so it's an adventure game with a storyline. Yeah, and it has like fighting in it and and this yeah. guy. Yakuza third. Zero has like a multiplayer mode, I believe. I know he has to be like. He has to stand for something or some shit. Like this has to be like a very rare like character or something, bro. I well, know yeah. it is because it get deep with these Japanese games, bro. I mean, like, guess it, it gets deep with a lot of games. That's fine. Yeah, it do, it do. But I just noticed that, like, when it comes to like the Japanese culture and shit like that, they have mad definition and mad meaning to their shit. Yeah. Like even when it comes to like Kingdom Hearts and shit like that, like the Japanese versions and shit, like. They have way more definitions when it comes to Dragon Ball Z and like, you know, the main, the more mainstreamer stuff, the Japanese versions are 10 times crazier and 10 times intense than the ones we have. I mean, it's I like, sound like a weed, but like, you're kind of right. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Like the shit we get is dumbed down and watered down. And the shit they got is for some reason authentic as fuck and real as shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's crazy, but I'm going to definitely check those games out. I want you to send me them shits because... Mo fucking sent me a bunch of games too, like fucking Guilty Gear. Ever since I've been around him, me and, and Mo were on Guilty Gear before, bro. I beat his ass. Oh my god, I bet you did, bro. He gonna see this shit. He gonna be like, nah, he got me fucked up. No, we gotta run that shit back, bro. I I've been trying to play the game recently. He it's put fun. me on. Yeah, it's fire. It's fire. I do like a lot of the Japanese fighting games, like Capcom vs Marvel you and shit like Melty that. Blood? Huh? You ever play Melty Blood? Nah, I never heard Mostly of that. Musty fire. Send me that, bro. I got you. Send me these games. I need to check them out, bro. But, All right, man. But yeah, we here. You feel me? We had a great conversation, bro. Thank you for getting on this podcast with me, bro. I, I loved on. I love everything we spoke about, bro. And I know they're going to appreciate this shit, bro. There's two goats here. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, make sure y'all stay in tune. Days God, DJ Renacy, the DJ Renacy Show. Peace. You see, cozy in this bitch, man.